Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Oh, guys, I got some really bad news to start things off. Sorry, oh my gosh. no intro wow. today. This is well, important. Okay. The next season of The Apprentice has been canceled because yes! of COVID. Yes! Oh, that's good news. That oh my is gosh. good news. Are you at the I'm, dentist, P-Flex? It's like high-pitched yeah. drilling. I, I'm trying to... Let me look out my window. Hold on. All right. Um, Somebody's trying to drill P-Flex's bad opinions out of his brain. Hey, They'll be there for a while. It, it's, yeah. it's coming from a few houses down. It's not coming. Oh, it's coming geez. from inside the house. It's not. It sounds it's just, like it's coming from inside the house. No, it someone's like just a, doing some drilling. A high, a high uh, whining drill, like a dentist, uh, like a dentist one. It does. Uh, I know. It's a right. very. I mean, normally drilling to me is like, like you go through the bit of wood or whatever. But yeah. this is not stopping. Like as you can hear, this is very constant, very long, very one solid drilling. So I don't know what is being drilled. Lewis, sorry, you can do the intro now. Sorry. <laughs> you know, it, it might be a sander. What's, That's the kind what's of. What's wrong with? So so let's stick to the apprentice. So is Alan Sugar still presented? Is that his only job now? Well, I don't think it's his only job, but I think he's like they just... such a shit version of, of such a British shit version of Donald Trump. It does go to show the differences between is America it? and Britain, though. <laughs> You know, do you really think Alan Sugar could have become prime minister? I, I'd see, I could see it, but well, I didn't think Trump could become asshole. president either. But there you go. It's, I you know. know. Maybe there aren't that. Maybe we're just the same. After I did. All. Got nine to yeah. one down at Ladbrokes. Really? Yeah, I put a tenner on. Wow. Oh, Donald Trump. Nine to one on the night of the election. Can you believe those odds? Jeez, that is amazing. Yeah, well, that's I don't pretty think good. He, I don't think didn't they rent out like a really shitty area as well they didn't expect to win and hillary had like a whole stadium rented out yeah they were yeah but Do you it was that? obvious it was obvious he was going to win obvious 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 like i i only put a tenner on because i i kind of thought if i put a thousand pounds on this and win it i'm going to be delighted that he won like this was yeah. meant to be like a very small at least i won 100 quid like that was that was it and then for Brexit, I also put a tenner on. Also got nine to one the night of the vote. Fuck. I I, I mean I'm, I don't know who at Ladbrokes is handling the the fucking odds for this stuff, but they're well, idiots. Well, they're novelty bets though, aren't they? You're not allowed to bet that much on them. It's no, not like but at the, the same Wall time, Street. nine it's to not like, one. Could you imagine if like the, all the London, the big London banks were like margin calling hedges on like <laughs> shitty novelty bets? Do you know what I mean? Like 
like they're having like a conference meeting. The CEO's there, and they're all in their suits in this business room, and they're like, "Okay, listen up." So Margaret in Big Brother, she is doing really terrible. We're gonna, I reckon she's gonna be voted out next. Who's been following Big Brother? And you've got this, <laughs> nine like, to one, <laughs> nine to one on Margaret. <laughs> it's like this crowd of guys. Like, Ladbrokes are offering nine to one. Uh, <laughs> so go down there and make a two billion dollar bet. Um, yeah, well, like, <laughs> I mean, but the weird thing is, is that that's kind of. Um, there must be people, a group of people somewhere whose job is to do exactly that, to sit around and think up what could be the outcome. Because they wouldn't offer the bet if they, if they didn't think they'd make money on it. Like, it wasn't yeah. like it was some promotion. Like, a lot of these promotional bets where they say, if you bet on Liverpool to win, you're guaranteed a £20. It's like a promotional thing to get people in and placing bets. And you hope that, although it's a lost leader, they'll place other bets while they're in there. Yeah. This nobody They didn't have adverts saying bet on Brexit. They just had the odds in the window. I was like, nine to one? Are you serious? Like, at best, it's 50-50. At very best. But I said what? to my, my my mate for years and years, I said to him, you know, if we did vote to leave Europe, Britain will vote out. Everybody fucking hates it. Like, for some reason, there's this idea amongst English people, and especially, that Europe is holding us back. Like, that's that's the way it is. And they'll definitely, the Brexit will definitely happen. He was like, I agree with you. And I was like, "How does how do the bookies not see this? They're, they make a fortune. They must be smarter than that. They are. Apparently, they're they, not. Sips nine to one. Ah, uh, they made tons of money off of off of all those. Bets, oh, this is worry. a great this is a great topic of conversation. I love where we've got already. Right? Okay, I've gone to Ladbrokes Novelty Bets website. Okay, uh, who do you think? What are the latest odds on who will be the next James Bond? What are so, the what? Are, who are the? I don't even know. I mean, this is the thing. Like, I don't. So Tom Hardy. He's who's that? Tom, Tom, what do you mean, who's that? Who's really? Tom Hardy? He, he's been in like every Christopher Nolan film. Like he, he was, <laughs> Tom. he was Bane in the Batman movie. I never saw that Since one. I Tom, can't believe you haven't heard of me. Tom Hardy. You'll hear of me soon. He was Mad oh, Max. Oh, is this the guy that, yeah, he was Mad Max, He was right? Mad Max, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I, I recognize his face. I just didn't know his name. Right, he's right. Tom Hiddleston. Have you heard of Tom Hiddleston? No. Loki in the Avengers movies, for example. Tom Hiddleston. So, so what's his odds? His odds are better than Tom Hardy's odds. Who so the Tom, hell is Tom this Hiddleston guy? is five to one. Yeah. I think Idris Elba, I, th- I thought he was meant to be the favorite for a while he was. Maybe he's dropped to like seven or eight to one because he might have said he's thinking about it. But I, I would I would say he would be my, my front runner, would be Idris Elba. Oh, no, it's not. It's Tom Hardy's eight to isn't one. It, isn't it going to be a woman? Wasn't the new Bond. Um... I think they were saying it should be. Oh, they were saying uh, it should Angelina be. Jolie. Oh. Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie has a hundred to one odds. I don't think anybody uh, really cares who the next Bond is. If you just announce it and everyone's like, oh, cool. Like, people weren't sure when Daniel Craig was announced. Daniel Craig? Who the fuck is that? And then in the end, everybody really liked him as James Bond. It doesn't really matter. The movies need to be good. You need someone who's decent. But it's not like the Bond movies are defined by who it is. Is uh, a guy called James Norton. Who yeah, has I could see that. Been in Happy Valley um, and some other stuff too. He's very, he's a very good actor. He's a good-looking man. He's a good chiseled jawline. What are the? Well, who do you, who, who do you guys think? And you two can both guess someone for James Bond, and I'll see who is highest on I mean, the list. Sips doesn't know anybody. I would love to see play as James Bond. I'm gonna come clean with you guys. I've never thought about this. <laughs> um, no, who cares? That's what I'm saying. This is Nobody what, cares. This is what the Triforce podcast is about, Sips. It's about expanding your horizons. Look, I, I prefer this to hearing about The Apprentice. Name a celebrity. Maybe a famous Jersey celebrity with a big chiseled jawline who you think might be a good James Bond. Matt Letizia. 
Me? Yes, Sips. A famous Jersey celebrity with a chiseled me? jawline. Yeah. Maybe who? No, not Nobody's you. asked me to be Bond. You don't have a chiseled jawline. You got Weird. a blamange jawline. <laughs> oh man, I got, I got, I got, um, I got tricked the other day. Um, oh wait, I'll tell you guys after though. I, but I got, I got tricked. I, I had like a, a an ego trip. Sixteen to one. So, Who's who? 16 to Henry 1? Henry Cavill, 16 to 1. Oh, 16 to 1 Maddie would be Cavill. very happy about uh, Mrs. F loves Henry Cavill. Loves he was Henry Superman. Cavill. I never saw the movie, but he was... Um, I'm, I'm just trying to think who would he be Witcher, a good bond. Right? Because they, they would want to get somebody who's not um, too old, right? Like, they want they want somebody... Yeah, they want to be able to do four fresh. or five movies out of them as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They want, they want they, somebody they fresh. I was going to say maybe, like, to... something like Russell Crowe, but he's pretty old now, No, right? we can like get he's... Russell Crowe. G'day, mate. I'm 007. Flaming uh, license to kill. <laughs> no, no. I was just, just as an example. Because he he's turns been, up at the he's party. He's been around for a while, right? His suit like, doesn't really fit. A lot of Sheila's here tonight. Better watch me. <laughs> like, no. You couldn't have Russell Crowe. <laughs> Right. So the other the other two favorites are uh, or three favorites are Sam Hugan, who is from uh, Outlander. You know Outlander. Wait, no. Sam um, Sam Hugan. Let's have a look. I, I haven't seen Outlander. Yeah, I recognize him. Sam yeah. Hugan. Aiden Turner, who's Poldark. You know, sexy British Poldark. Yeah, I can all imagine. All the housewives that. in Britain have been creaming themselves over Aiden him Turner. for the past year. Okay. And then um, the guy who plays Rob Stark as well, Richard Madden. He's on the list. Richard um, Madden. Rob Stark from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, he was he's in too a, He's too little. He was in. A, he was in a in a BBC drama too, right? Um, what was it? Um, he was like a bodyguard or something. Je- it, it should be James Norton, I think. He he in, in Happy James Valley. Norton. He just he looks like Bond, doesn't he? he but, but also great. like his his in 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 Happy Valley, which is an incredible series. By I way, love. I really series. enjoyed James watching Norton. Happy so Valley. So good. On, on oh yeah, James really Norton. Good. He was in McMafia, right? James Norton. Yes, He'd be, he, was. he he is like he reminded me of James Bond in that. Like he's got the, that air. He's good looking. That, that but very he's sort menacing. of English. But um, he, he that's the thing is he can be way. Bond should be menacing. Like he he should not look like just a dishy guy who's like charming and has a nice suit and occasionally shoots people and has a cool car. He he needs to be someone that is a fucking stone cold killer. That, he's a fucking international what assassin. Vinnie, what about Vinnie Jones for James Bond? <laughs> Vinnie Jones. <laughs> I recommend yeah. The Rock. Ah. The Rock. <laughs> Get him in. Well, I mean, actually, the rock you is say not that, but super far fetched, really. Bond but has I, to I think he's got to be shaven, right? Bond's got to be, uh, got to be English as well, though, right? No, no, I think, no. Well, think well, of the most, of. think of like the most famous James Bond. Oh, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, a Scotsman. No, sorry. I mean, I, th- I think, I think British. James Bond's got to be from the UK. Yeah, like sure. he can't be. I, like, I don't, I don't think that James Bond could be like American or Canadian or no, like no, said, no, Australian no, no. or whatever. Like it, it wouldn't really work. No, of course not. And they've got what are they? What are, uh, North America's got like uh, Jack Ryan and and uh, yeah, they've got Tom Cruise. We Tom have James Cruise Bond, right? Stuff. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I stay. I, I what are the odds on Vinnie Jones for uh, James Bond? I'll Zero. Take those. Let Zero. Me look it he's up. not even on there. Of course the not. Hell? What the hell? Uh, no, he's not even on the thousand of list not. of people that I've got. <laughs> right. Okay. Do you think anyone Gascoigne? would be dumb enough to hang an entire franchise? But they could get Paul Gascoigne in. All right, I'm 007 League. <laughs> I've got a license to kill, and I brought me fishing rod and a chicken. 
Just to try and tempt out Blofeld, like, I think he's misunderstood. <laughs> Blofeld, <laughs> mate, it's Gaza. I mean, it's Bond. It's Gaza Bond. I'm here, like, to, to have a weed shack with you. And I just I think we could sort it out, mate. There's now, now Dean and Tone Lake, so let's just get a couple of titties and sit by the lake. I know you've got a rocket hidden under there. <laughs> What about <laughs> what about Tim Henman? He'd be good for Fuck a bomb. Who, oh, where are we going? He'd be awful. What are the odds of Tim Henman becoming <coughs> zero. James Bond? Right, they're not zero. zero. It. No, it's not on the list. I'm okay. just. Why am I even searching this? All right, wait. How, here's one. The guy who played Chewbacca in Star Wars. Very tall. Uh, what was his name? Peter Chewbacca. Mayhew. Peter Mayhew. He's dead, isn't he? Chewbacca he? actor. Yeah, it's Peter Mayhew. That's right. Uh, right. The he, guy who did C-3PO. Died last year. Died oh, last year. that's April. terrible. Yeah. So he will not be able to be Anthony the Daniels. Bond, sadly. C-3PO. Anthony Daniels. He can do the accent. Apparently a bit of an asshole. Oh, I'm sure they're all assholes. They're actors, aren't they? For Christ's sake. That's true. Bond apparently is a bit of an asshole, so maybe it works. Bond is... Bond... Him, like, the character Bond himself is, is an yeah, asshole. Yeah, I think you have to be a bit of a sociopath, don't you, to be Bond? To be, like, a fucking killing, seducing nutcase machine? Yeah. I wonder what it does to your ego. Like, I wonder if Daniel Craig was changed by the Bond role. Because if you think about how long it takes to shoot those movies. Bond has to have this kind of cocky, arrogant, I'm the best, I care about cars and clothes and women and and I just look cool and I just, you know, and and I, I, I never fail. I wonder if that changes a person. So Daniel Craig goes into the Bond movies. He'd done things like Munich and stuff like that. He was really good in that. He, like, I'd seen him in a lot of stuff and he, he's, he's a good actor, Daniel Craig. And then he just does Bond stuff for years. And I wonder if that changes people. I wonder if doing a few action roles where you get to be this superhero and you look at yourself on screen destroying everybody. And so, you know, you, you have to do fight scenes where apparently you're unbeatable. I wonder if that changes you mentally. I wonder if you come out thinking, yeah, I am fucking amazing. I I'm think sometimes really it does. Some people, some people get into the role too much and it changes them. And they think that they're somehow I, I, like I kind of I kind of don't know because I, I saw some interviews with people from like, um, you know, Scrubs and Friends and things like this. Like over the lockdown, like a bunch of people were watching their old stuff back. Right. Yeah. Um, like Zach Braff or whatever was watching back old Scrubs episodes and he couldn't fucking remember any of them. Right. And it was because they kind of, I think, recorded them piecemeal. Um, so he turned up, he had to read a page, he went away, he came back to work, turned up, read a page, did a little scene. He never really saw, like, the f he never really, while making that stuff, you know, I'm sure James Bond's the same. You're sat there, you're on set, you're, you're, you're dressed up in your suit, you're sat around, people bring you a cup of tea. You know, you're a celebrity anyway. Yeah, people yeah. are all falling all over you, you can't fucking help it. Um, but well, you probably guess, like, see it at the premiere, time... and that's it, right? Like a lot of people, like I haven't, I never actually saw the entire film. Yeah, like you see, hear actors say that a lot, which always blows my mind because you think, wouldn't you want to see how you did? But I guess sometimes I they know. never watched back the stuff they were in at all, yeah. and they never had any conception of like what it looked like in the final cut because. They weren't in all the scenes and they, you know, they weren't always there. You know, they weren't the director or the editor. They were like, they were someone who was on, on, and they obviously it was hidden from them too, to some extent. So they didn't like, you know, reveal stuff. Sometimes actors only get like one page of the script, you know, and they, to, to avoid them accidentally leaking it and stuff. Do you know what it's, else it's, might be a factor is you do the, 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 what do they call it? The initial shoot, right? The pri primary um, footage, right? They do that. That takes a, like eight weeks or whatever for the main shoot or, or three months or something. And then it takes like a year of before the film's ready to come out. It takes fucking forever. Yeah. So you're working on another project at that point. Yeah. And here's the thing. If, if I'm working on a new film 
I had to do my promotional tour for the film and go around and say, yeah, it was great, and say all the usual crap yeah. about about how I was a fantastic director. I, I couldn't turn the script down. And you know, once I saw this character, just leapt off the page of me. And uh, honestly, we had a great team around us. The director was fantastic. And honestly, the whole team, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, the we, same Yeah, we played shit. up the pitch. We played down the pitch. Yeah. We did the 4 4 it was a, The it manager was, a film was great. Two halves. The, First the guys half, were great I, out there yeah, today. We had, a, we had two the game of, yeah, and then we kicked the ball a bit. What are the odds on Steve McFadden becoming the next uh, James Bond? <laughs> Well, as in uh, Phil Mitchell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you still hanging? Okay, I can reopen the page. I got onto a different... You closed it! I thought this was the game! I thought this was the uh, Dan, game! I, no. I, okay. The only person with Steve is is Dan Stevens, and he's 100 to 1. Dan 100 to from, 1. Dan Stevens. What about Dan Harmon? Downton Abbey. Dan Harmon. Again, no, not on the list. Dan lawn. Stevens from Downton Abbey. Weirdly, No. Right. Are you what picking about, anyone reasonable? I've got a list of like a hundred fucking people. What here. about desperate, a lot of the women. desperate Dan? Oh, he's not clean Des- shaven, is he? Desperate Dan. Jeremy Corbyn's on there. Five no. on <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Corbyn. That would be the worst. Some thing people ever. are betting on Jeremy Corbyn. Oh my god! I, do you know what? I cannot, for the life of me, think of somebody that I I think would be a good Bond. Like um, I don't know. I guess I just don't care enough about Bond. No, I mean. <laughs> Really it likely really names though. as well. There's people in the Ladbrokes offices whose job it is to put this fucking novelty yeah, thing together. Yeah, I would be terrible at that job. My right, what other novelty bets are there? We're yeah, done with the yeah. Well, thank what God you're not being hired to do that job. Yeah, thank Christ. Could you imagine if you went it on your first day? I like, would well, be a total hello, well, Mr. Welcome, Mr. Lovitz, to, failure, to yeah. Ladbrokes central office. We're going to put you down, give you a computer here, uh, get yourself a drink. Yeah. So your first job is to come up with the odds, okay, for who you think the BBC 2020 Sports Personality of the Year are. Um, so see, oh, just, God. Tim, Tim, Tim Henman. That's about Tim the only one he knows. Tim Henman. Andy uh, Murray. Oh, I, I, well, Andy Murray could, could... Well, maybe not anymore now, though, right? Well, nobody's really... Who's the Sports Personality of the Year going to be this year? Because nobody's really been able to do anything. So, like so, it, <laughs> Well, you know. I well that that should give you a little clue as to who's number one. Who this guy think? trained the hardest in his backyard. If you right. guys can, I think this is actually a really genius thing. Who do you think might be sports personality of the year? Think about the lockdown. Um, think about who's been doing exercise. Joe right. Thingy. Joe Wicks is that his name? Joe Wicks is third on the list. He's twelve to one. Joe Wicks. What the fuck? That's okay, ridiculous. But, but who's higher than him? Who's higher than him? Who's, what about Mister? What What about Mister Fantastic or whatever that guy's name is? That you know that he's on daytime TV. Do you um, mean Mister Motivator? Mister Motivator, yeah. That Mot- was Mr. about twenty years ago, dude. Where are we, he's what back. time is this? He's back. What are you, where have you, have you just come out of fucking time? Work out to Mister Motivator's feel good moves. BBC April seventh, twenty twenty. Okay, <laughs> suck on that. He's back. <laughs> Derek and he's going to motivate you. So, no, you haven't Derek quite got Evans. it, but you both know who he is. Uh, how about he was in his garden? <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> someone uh. someone who's been sports person of the year who's been in his garden doing exercise. I don't know anybody else. Raising awareness. He's raising awareness for good causes. I don't NHS. know. I give up. Who's been what? raising money for the NHS? I don't know. I give uh, up. Like, like everybody has been. Old person. Oh, that old dude that walked around his garden, the 95-year-old that, that, that World War II vet? Yes, Captain Tom. Is he, he is number the one for sports, for sports personality of the year? Fair play. Fair play on Captain Tom. Odds. He raised a fucking ass load of money. All right, here's, here's my charity. problem with this. All right? The Go sports on. personality of the year, who fucking cares? You're so right. Some people do, though. Enough people. 
did. No, they don't. Here, I'm going to just I don't check. think anybody How... actually cares. I think what happens is it's a thing for the BBC to make a big deal about. Nobody gives a shit. I just think it, it's it's one of those things where there's no call for it. People don't think we are crying out for a sports personality of the year. Without this, we are lost. We don't know who the key sports people are of the year without an award. It's like, it's ridiculous. Like you look at the audience, it's just all other sports people. It's like Question of Sport. You ever watched Question of Sport? Yeah, it was it's, terrible. It's in like its 50th fucking year or something like that. Terrible, terrible show. Sport exists on the field. The moment you leave the field, I don't give a shit. I don't want to hear your story. I don't want you to be given awards. Some of their stories are very inspirational, though. Like some of them, some of them overcome a tremendous amount of um, of stuff to become. Uh, top in their in their field of sport, right? They all like, do. I had to inject myself with steroids in my ass every day for four years. Then Doctor told me the only place to put them was in me nuts. Well, <laughs> I, that gave us cause to, to ponder. I had to ponder that one for a wee bit, but uh, I weighed it up and I thought nuts or success, and I, I went with success, luckily, and that's why I want Tour de France. Yeah, <laughs> my balls are killing me. So I was sitting on that saddle for however long it was, two weeks. Nuts of the size of fucking grapefruits, but it was worth it. And now I'm sports personality of the year for me giant balls. So what what does it take to be? So it's sports personality. So maybe sometimes it's not even about how. Yeah, it's about how much the public loved you that year. Yeah, it's about some of the good things that you've done um, in and around sport, but maybe not uh, so much about how good you are. Here's the thing with sports people, right? In order to become very, very good at a sport. That's all you've ever done. That's literally your life has been either running every day to try and get better at running, uh-huh. kicking a ball every day to try and get better at kicking a ball, yeah. playing rugby every day to get better at rugby, riding yeah. a bike every day to get better at riding a bike, and okay, pushing yeah. yourself and pushing everything, everything else outside. Now, obviously, I admire that level of dedication. And when these people get to the very top of their game, incredible. I love to watch. I watch sport. You know, I, I watch football. I, I quite enjoy the the Olympics. Uh, I'll even watch cricket occasionally i love baseball but what i don't care about is the uplifting stories about overcoming shit what i like is the stories about how fucking crazy some of these people are that's the funny side of off-field sport not the boring he worked really hard and he got his boring same for everybody they all fucking have to sacrifice their lives to become amazing at this sport it's not enough what I right. like is a story. Is like they need to be funny and quirky. Yeah, secretly as well. he's a spider in a human suit. That's an interesting off the field story. Right. Right. Yeah, and that would be revealed. That would be incredible. The, yeah, I would. I I think I'd be more interested in sports if there were more like that kind of stuff. Was mutants? You know, mutants. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get mutants Aliens involved. masquerading as people to succeed at tennis. That would be thrilling, and I would watch the the unveiling. Every year they unveil one dark secret of the the sports person i'm actually uh, a transdimensional being and i've won this wimbledon in 50 different but dimensions at the same time though that is so outland like i would watch anything like i would i i would watch like a like a like a nazi rally if i knew that that was going to happen during it sort still of still not going to you know watch I mean? the baftas like, though are you let's be honest i mean come on nobody watches the baftas all the brit awards like if they said the brit awards this year we're going to unveil that Miley Cyrus is a, a a lizard. I'd be like, meh, still the still the Brits in there. I mean, who cares? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, but the, it calls into question a lot of the stuff that we watch. Like, I I think I think sometimes people watch things to be disappointed, right? Like, um, like because they want to 
it's like almost like a relief or something. Like that's how I feel about Eurovision. Like I I watch it because I don't like it. Which right, is kind I want to watch the horrible, awful. Yeah, songs. I want to watch a you know a, a train wreck on TV sort of thing. The, so you can bet on Conor McGregor. You know him, the um, UFC fighter. Right? Yes, crazy, crazy. I don't know who guy. that is. Really? Right. Yeah, I don't. He's like a he's he's like a retired. Um, he's retired, right? But um, you can bet on him coming out of retirement. <laughs> right. Wait, what's this for? To host something? To to become the sports personality of the year? No, just you, you could just literally bet on. Oh, McGregor th- that's the bet. That he's coming. He's going to come out of retirement. That's the bet. Yeah. Fuck. I can bet on him appearing on I'm a Celebrity. Are there any other here. people that might come out of retirement that you can bet on? Or is that uh, the only one? Is that like a category? Stalin! It is like a whole category. Stalin is going to come out of retirement. <laughs> I am <Jeez>. back. <laughs> Jeez. Gives a press <laughs> conference. I can imagine that. Yes, hello. This is Tremendous Stalin. odds against, uh, but he still managed back. to pull it out of the bag. Come back from the dead and also come back <laughs> to lead glorious workers' revolution by oppressing and murdering millions of people. I love, I love the accent. And eat I didn't realize he was a vampire. I eat biscotti uh, and come back from the dead. And <laughs> I come back from the dead. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Man of iron, that is me. I was man of bone because I was a skeleton for a while, but they found a way. Love finds a way. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, lovely. Oh my god. What are the odds on that? Not, they're pretty low. For fuck's sake. <laughs> pretty low. Fuck. Fucking vampire Stalin! I, I, that now that's a bet I would t- I would love. So I'm seeing. Can you? I bet there's someone. There's someone that's got all these novelty bets. Stalin comes back from dead. They got ten thousand and one. They've got vampire. like a box full of these. Oh. I've got. If Stalin comes back, I've got him. Got Hitler as well. Pop pop. Got a lot of them, mate. Just in case. You never know. You never know. And I've got ten thousand and one on these. That's my <laughs> retirement plan. <laughs> Fuck's sake. So my uh, my mates. This is to completely change the subject. But I was I was shocked. Uh, they, one of them sent me a picture uh, of a Susie Dent article. She's that lass off Countdown who, with the wordsmith, I believe you'd call her. And the article is entitled Revenge of the Baldy, About Time Hairless People Are Treated with Respect. And I said, finally. And my mate said, why do I rarely think of you as bald? And I said, Aww. I said, I think because you're deranged. Like, I am very bald. And then one of my other mates, we got like a little WhatsApp group. Another one of my mates says, I don't think of you as bald either. Odd. Yeah. And I was like, what, oh. what the fuck is wrong with you? How do you not think of me as bald? I'm very bald. Like, uh, loads, for many people, that's my, my, my thing is being the bald guy. I don't I understand don't how they've never seen I, it. But I they were like, well, don't really like think about it much either. Like, I wouldn't refer to you as a bald guy. Like, why I would not? just. Because there's so much more to you that is fascinating and interesting, and I love you. And I, just you being bald is just not not even a contender to all the other great things about you. You know, that's the nicest thing. That is the nicest thing. Thank you. <laughs> Can I borrow some money? Yeah. <laughs> I, the only reason I call you a bald asshole right. is because you call yourself a bald asshole. You know. Uh, listen. The only. The only it, I, I'm allowed to say that because I'm bald. You're not allowed. You you flame me for being bald all the time, Lewis. You know what? Because I'm, you do it to yourself, and I I get on board. I think you maybe think it's good funny. Maybe when I do it, it's secretly a cry for help. Did that even cross your mind? Yeah. That I'm actually oh, secretly shit. tormented about being bald, and I hate it. You're and I make light of it as a defense the, mechanism. You love the baldness. You you were you 
you polish that. I don't. Tool. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Luckily, I don't give a shit. Yeah. Think it's how, like, like I said before, think how much money I save on shampoo, yeah, hairbrushes, combs, time in the shower. Done. My head is dry. I don't barely need to towel it. I give it a shake like a dog. And there you go. And I'm dry. That's the that is the dream, honestly. Like like cutting cutting time off like the really boring things that you have to do is is the way forward, right? Like I I think I need to find more life hacks to cut. <laughs> life hacks. <laughs> I, I think I've been pretty good so far, but I have to find more. There's always room for improvement. You know, you know what? My kids watch those life hacks videos. Sometimes they get into a YouTube hole and they find life hacks videos. Right. And they try them. They inevitably try them. Right. And they inevitably are a disaster because these life hacks are a fucking lie. They're a lie. I watched a, a really funny video of the, this uh, this lady. She's like a, a chef and uh, like a food scientist. Right. And she dismantled all these supposed cooking hacks. Like one of them was how. With a carton of milk, you can make like uh, a flan in the carton. You just cut the top of the carton. <laughs> right. You, you know, you just open the carton, add this, this, and this, give it a shake, put it in the microwave for a minute, and it comes out. And she cuts the end of the, 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 in the video, they cut the end off it and out slides this perfect flan. Right. And this guy tries it. And of course, it's a fucking disaster. It basically well, it like, just leaks out. No, it's just like, it's like half cooked. Like you have to add an egg, I think. And the egg kind of scrambles in there. It, it was awful. And well, that's kind in the of the video, thing with uh, with microwaves, though, right? Like, like sometimes you cook something and it's like still cold on the inside, and then the outside is like really, really hot. That's very right? typical of microwaves. However, yeah, I have. I know this is going to annoy you. I have a new microwave. I bought a I new. I bought a new microwave because our old you know one what, wasn't Flex, very good. I've moved past it. Honestly, I'm a I'm a different man now. I, okay. I, like, uh, remember remember when Lewis was on like that big Buddhist trip where he was just like Ugh. you know meditating and stuff like that. Yeah. I haven't done any of that, but okay. mentally, I'm just in such a good place right now. Nothing okay. really. Nothing is nothing is bothering me. Like not nothing trivial. Like a microwave being for boomers is really. That's good to hear. Yeah. Because I got a new one and it's got something on it. There's a mode on it called Chaos Defrost. Right. Wow. It has the word chaos. And I was excited. And there's a picture of what, what you could describe as chaos. Like there's all dots and sparks. And I was like, oh my God, that sounds terrifying. And what it does is the way a microwave works is it, it makes the microwave beam and it's kind of static. And the idea is that the, the plate turns, but the beam is static, right? So the, the right. food is continually... It's like in a turned. James Bond movie yeah. where you've got James Bond on one of those metal tables. Who's playing James Bond in this one? And the uh, Henry Cavill. Okay. No, and no, you've no, got no, the laser Henry Cavill. beam. No, no. Henry Cavill's groin would probably uh, dismantle the laser because if the reports are true, also his leather chaps were destroyed by his groin whilst filming the, the Witcher as well. Apparently his groin was so powerful powerful that it would constantly rip and tear up his leather. I wonder trousers. who started that rumor. <laughs> Henry Cavill did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna leak this one out onto the net. Mm. Every every junket he had to do, he was like they were like, any problems on shooting? Well, one, uh, my trousers couldn't actually contain my penis. It was uh, <laughs> You know, I don't like to brag about it, apart from to the other hundred journalists I've told this story to. But it is a funny one. How does chaos defrost work? I'm still interested. Oh, apparently it just sort of, uh, it, it's like, instead of just being regular, the beams are like going fucking wild in there. It's like, right. bow, bow, bow. they're shooting lasers from all angles to, to defrost the food more evenly, rather than uh, just try and, you know, 
you defrost it with the steady beam. This is what right. the manual promises. I haven't tried it yet, but I will report back. That does make sense. Why call it chaos defrost though? That just sounds like awesome. something you wouldn't want to see inside the operating manual for something that's going to be in your kitchen and help you cook food. It does make it feel like a doomsday device. Right, yeah. which, which yeah. would appeal, I would suggest, to a younger crowd. My mum would be terrified of pressing the chaos defrost button. Yeah, I would but, uh, never some, press some that. But some 20-year-old student is going to fucking hammer that button. Chaos yeah. fucking defrost. Yeah, he's, he's late for his Air class go. or proof. whatever, and More he's just got to do a chaos defrost. Yeah, he's got a chaos you defrost could do, You could, if it's popular, you could do even more. You could put like a fucking nuclear meltdown mode. It's like, you Chernobyl know, mode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Chernobyl setting. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You need to wear like a visor and just just leave us like you put a baked potato in there and it's just a pile of black dust. You need a team of men in white suits with those little hats. <laughs> Start the microwave now. I, comrade, I'd like you to record in the log that you told me to defrost the the lamb. Give me that fucking log. Start the start the microwave now. I've told given you your orders. Comrade Datloff, <laughs> it's not safe to turn on the microwave. It's got a metal teaspoon in there. Oh, I've been running microwaves for 30 years. You'll end up in curse. <laughs> Start the microwave. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Cover microwave. Come cover microwave. Cover microwave. Nice, I like that. Cover microwave. There's been an explosion. All the meters have gone all... It's at the settings at 3.14 minutes. That's not possible. What? An AG microwave has never exploded. It's impossible. <laughs> They'd have a court case. The start button increases heat. The little metal, the little glass plate reduces it. This is the delicate balance <laughs> that takes place in a microwave. And when it works, it is beautiful. And it cooks your food without flame. <laughs> without smoke. It powers entire cities as they get their ready meals cooked after they, a hard day's work. But the men in charge of the Chernobyl microwave made one fatal error. They put tinfoil around the food before they place it Wait. in there. Amateur hour. Amateur you, you hour at Chernobyl microwave You plot. can't put tinfoil in <laughs> a microwave? Lies, you can't put, like, um, I remember one time I was at my friend's, so we were really young, and uh, his mom had these plates that had, like, a golden, like, embroidery around them. And we put that in the oh, microwave God. to heat up something, and there was like sparks and stuff everywhere. Yeah, we. Well, I mean, we were. We didn't yes. know, but like, it's, yeah, this, you can't. Right. So tin. No, so you, you mustn't anything. put metal in there. You must not. And anything that has no water content is, I think, kind of bad. Right. Because okay. I think, if I remember right, like certain things will melt. Right. Um, certain plates are not microwave safe. They'll crack. Like, there's all kinds of things you got to be careful with. But you, you know. Yeah. You get to know. Just seeing the news about Bournemouth, I spoke to my mum last night and uh, she was talking about the amount of rubbish that's being left on, on Bournemouth Beach. I know I was talking about littering last week. 12 tonnes of rubbish. Yeah. 12 tonnes on one day, in one day. Yeah. Because all the people that turned up just left everything exactly where they'd finished using it. Just left it. Yeah, well, we've no been locked down do for three months. It. We have a lot of polluting to do to make up for that time. It feels like that. Like these these litterers are like, oh, fucking, I haven't been able to leave stuff everywhere for you. God, I months. haven't littered in such a long time. I need, I got to make up. Can make we talk about last time. those little metal fucking picnic barbecue things? Yeah, you know. I, I have a question. Okay. If I, if I turned up in the middle of uh, 
that that park near the Yogs offices. What is that park? Was it Queens Queens uh, Queens Square? Yeah. Yeah. Queens Square. Oh, man, I went out there yesterday. It was absolutely fucking roasting. Right. I went out there at eight o'clock uh, in the evening, and my fucking god, it was full of people. Right. Like, it was it was like a party. Nice. It was nuts. Did you join? So in? if I turned up so with one of those people. little metal, if I turned up, say Lewis, instead of with one of those little metal barbecues, with some wood and some kindling. And a little makeshift metal stove, like you know, with the hook thing, and you hang the pot over, and maybe turn a piece of meat on a on a spindle thing. Yeah. If I did that, do you think the police would say you can't have a fire here in the middle of the fucking? Wait, grass? which ones are you talking? Are you talking about those disposable ones? Right. That you can buy. Yeah. What's the like difference? The little the, the tray with the yeah. Fucking, what's the difference the between that stuff? and me starting a fire with with anything else? Well, those because they got those little mesh trays that are sort of like. Um, you know, you've, they've got the they've got the the tin foil uh, tray that the coals are in, and yep. then they've got that little the mesh grill part that's sort of like right. attached in there. They're actually a little bit safer than having a, an open fire. In they what don't way? Seem to like scorch the ground. Either. They they absolutely they do. Yeah. Are you mad? Have well, you, have you not seen? Put in, are people putting them on a little pedestal? No, or something? they put them on the grass. Yeah, I don't know if you should necessarily put them right on the grass. They do. But, uh, they like, started I know, a like fire we... in, in Dorset. They started a fire. Wareham Forest almost burnt down yeah. because of one of these little barbecue things. Well, so, I what mean... is the difference, legally speaking? Is that I'm perfectly allowed to use to start a fire as long as it's in a tiny metal tray that's basically a disposable piece of crap? It's no better than the shit that ready meals come in. It's the same fucking foil. Well, people will eat, want to eat their fucking knockoff cheap sausages that they bought from Tesco Value. I know, like they? when we've <clears throat> when we've been to center parks, that's like the you're you're meant to use those things as well. That's disgraceful. But they should be. But banned. all of the uh, all the accommodation have like a little like barbecue pit behind them. It's not a pit really. It's like a. It's like a bit of concrete that's sort of like uh, in a in a U shape, so you can yeah. put it in there. It shields it from like wind and stuff yeah, like that. Looks... And then you you barbecue your stuff, and then you're meant to pour some water in to the uh, to the tray to cool it down. And then you dispose of it in like a there's there's like a metal metal trash cans that you that you dispose of coals in. And that's I think if they... people are going to a center right. parks, there, there may be a little more considerate. May, well, maybe, yeah, sure. But I mean, the thing is, like, I think I think those things are are probably still not that safe, but probably still safer than say somebody just like making their own bonfire wherever. But why do we now? Apparently, everybody has to fucking have a barbecue in the middle of a park. When did this happen? I, when did I, this happen? I, 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 Why is it know. suddenly it now that happened. nobody can just fucking have a picnic lunch? Now they've got to cook sausage. They have to. I, I right. must. It's not fair. I have to be able to cook my sausages. It's childish. They should fucking I, ban them. They're a hazard and they, they fucking suck and I hate them. Yeah. There you go. I, I think it's. I think other people see other people doing it and they they think, oh, that's a cool idea. We should do that. And then, you know, there's always one guy, isn't there? By the way, like, so I've been seeing this thing lately a lot, and I'm really confused as to why it's happening. And maybe it's a thing that I'm just not aware of. But loads and loads of people out on Queen Square, just outside our office, are sitting around in separate groups. Okay, it's not like they're all one part of one big group. They're all in little separate groups of like two or three people. Right. And they've got almost all of them have a you know those juice like you buy apple juice in those sort of jugs, right? But yeah. It looks like a milk, like a a pint, not pint, like um. Liter and a liter and a half milk jug yeah, with yeah. a handle on it, like yeah. the ones that Sunny D sort of come in, right? They used to come yeah. in those sort of, yeah. yeah. But it's like see through, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Okay, and they all have these things with like a little bit, like I'd say a third filled with 
what looks like apple juice, okay, or piss. They all have this. So I walked around. And I was. It was like I was in some sort of weird dream. They're bongs. Because... They're, they're water bongs. What do you mean they're water bongs? I mean, you, you, they can make like a, you can make a really easy bong with those jugs. I used to do it all the time. What are you saying? Bong? <coughs> bong. B-O-N-G. James Bong. Smoke, smoke weed. weed. Yes. You take. Here's what you do, kids, all right? You take off the lid of the, 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 at the top. That's what you're br- going to breathe through. You're huffing through that. You need a little tiny... You can you you can use a straw if you want to. You have some water in there. the The straw goes into the water. It has to be sticking up a little bit out. That's what allows air in. So when you're inhaling the weed, what's happening is the air is being sucked through that straw. Like you use a cigarette to burn a hole in the jug, so that when you you put the straw in, it'll seal around it. It's got to be airtight, and the water doesn't leak out, right? So then the the hole in the straw, like. Gets, the air gets sucked through the water, so your water, your air is coming through the the water. So when you like you're smoking through the water, if you like, <clears throat> so the smoke comes off the right. the weed or whatever it is you're smoking. It goes into the water, is cool, bubbled through the water. Yeah, so it's water filtered. Like you have a thumb hole at the top there, so you, to make it airtight, and you you have the little. It's not a straw. It's like it's like a little. You need like a little a little lead. With a with a platform with some foil on it, you put the weed on there with tiny holes punched in it. You burn that. So you're holding the jug with one hand. You have got your thumb over the the air hole. You light the weed and then you breathe in through the top of the milk jug. Now that's going to change the color of the water to this dank kind of smoky color because it's sucking weed juice through it. That's why the right. water changes color. I would assume. Oh, I mean, if it's not that, I'm amazed. But because that's but what that's it, the only thing I can think of. It felt to me like it was like every other group of people had it next it's to them. Bristol. Right. And I was. I expect like, they all smoke was, a shitload of weed. And they all had their own ones. I was just like, why has everyone got a half litre of apple juice with them? <laughs> I just didn't understand. If it's not that, maybe it's something else. But what I'm saying is that's the first thing that sprung to mind is that's exactly what I used to Well, I, I thought maybe they'd all be, give, they would be there out of like, cause there's a local, there's a few language schools and big things like this on the squares. There's a lot of sort of conferences and things maybe that happen. It's, I maybe if it's be more given... innocent than that though. Maybe it's it could be little piss jugs. They could, they could just be like, drinking each other's piss. Just You're just right. Be, yeah, it could, could be little be. piss jugs. I just, I just don't think I would sit outside on Queen Square down half a litre of apple juice and then just leave the bottom third there, and everyone would have done that. I just were these jugs so sat next to them, or were they holding them? Yeah, just sort of next to them on the... on the. Well, on then the, they're probably No one jugs. was drinking from them. Then they're probably piss jugs. If that, if, if, I, I thought you meant people were like holding them and exchanging... Like, if they just sat there, it's just for the like dudes to piss bottle. No, but women were having them as well. I don't think women are pissing in piss jugs. No, that would be tricky. It was a lot of women, and I thought I thought that maybe they were like diet, like shakes or some like like some like some like health new craze. Food program or something. Can I shit. try like they some were of supposed that? To drink there. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell! There's almost no chance that that's going to be good. You know, best case scenario, it's apple juice, but worst case scenario, it's bong water or piss. Yeah. Fuck. That bong water's all right. It's not. I mean, Jesus, harmless. It makes it much easier to get high. Like you, you don't. You don't want to fucking drink bong water. No, you don't Jesus drink Christ. it. I don't Jeez, want to drink piss either. Jeez. Well, they, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm not fucking. It's either bong water or piss. I don't want to drink yeah. bong, bong water. Water's all right. I don't want to no, drink bong water. Uh, good sir, can we have? I'll have. Yeah, we'll have two pints of lager and a pint of bong water, please. And uh, uh, what can somebody give me a, a hot glass of Half piss as well, piss. please? I'll just a full pint of horse piss, please. Uh, really hot. <laughs> I want it hot. Oh, we don't have hot horse piss. I can put it in the microwave. Oh. Chaos defrost. <laughs> Chaos defrost. Chaos my horse, horse piss. piss. Nice. God, that would be a good song, actually. We could write a whole song about that. Mm. Chaos defrost my horse piss. That's a good band name as well. That's a good name for the episode. 
Uh, thank you, everybody, for watch listening. Um, we'll see you next week on Triforce. Uh, it was a good one. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, that Bye. was fun. Yeah. See you guys later, and uh, thank you very much, and goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>